Hi folks, this is Jack Spierka with episode 10 of the Modern Deist podcast. And I've been doing quite a bit of communicating on Facebook, and I'll admit even doing a little bit of agitating here and there in some of the various groups that discuss deist uh, and theist ideology along with atheist ideology, agnostic ideology, etc. And uh, to understand what people don't understand about deism, and I, I, I think that I have a really great subject for you today, and that subject is... Does being an atheist actually require more faith than being a deist? And on the surface, that would seem like a preposterous question. I'm sure the few atheist stalkers that I have on this little podcast of mine are upset right now with me. But hear me out. I, I, I don't mean faith in or faith in the lack of God. I mean faith in something. To be an atheist, you have to have faith in something else. And that faith in something else is that you have faith that the universe was created by happenstance, which I've conceded is actually somewhat plausible, but you also have faith that life was created by happenstance, that abiogenesis is a thing. In other words, the rising of life from the absence of life. For there's no life, there's no DNA, there's no nothing, and then poof, there's a life form. And that's something that I, I covered on a previous episode that, that science has not yet been able to explain, Uh, but what I'd like to do is read to you a couple comments I made in response to a gentleman named Daniel asking very sincere questions. I think he's coming from an agnostic atheist standpoint, but I'm not sure, to be fair. But basically his question was, what does the deist God do? What's the point? And here's what I said. The honest answer is we don't know exactly what God is, so we can't know what God does. You will notice that many deists such as myself do not call God he or she, only God or it. This is an acknowledgement that we do not know. Deists tend not to see God as an analog to the revealed religion's version thereof, some human-looking thing that created everything and only difference is he doesn't judge us or get involved. That is a slanderous definition that is meant to damage deism as a movement in early America when it began to gain momentum. I'll pull off that for a second because it is. It is a slanderous definition. The, the clockmaker god that's basically like some analog to Neptune or the Christian god who created everything and sits in some heaven somewhere and then just lets everything be, that is not what deism was ever about. And it was introduced by the religious community in early America as deism began to get some momentum to slander it. Because at the time, that would have been a very slanderous definition. But I'll leave that for now, because they're really important to today's show. But I just wanted you to know that. Uh, it became the standard five-minute definition in comparative religion class. I don't know one other fellow deist that sees God this way. Most deists are more of the pantheist or panantheist or pandeist school of thought, God is a guiding force, or an intelligence, or a singularity. The deist view is actually very similar to the view of the scientific atheist. The difference is the deist believes there is a consciousness behind this force, and the atheist believes that only random chance caused creation to happen. Personally, to me, the position of the atheist seems to require far more faith 
than that of the deist. And, and Daniel came back and said he found that very interesting and actually agreed with it right up until the final part about the atheist requiring more faith. This was my response to that, and then I'll expand on it for today's episode. Daniel, let me explain it then. Neither of us know, right? I mean, I don't know 100% that there is a God. Hence, my belief that there is amounts to a faith, right? And I will say at this point, the word agnostic gets used in some confusion. And maybe I'll do an episode on this in the future. But gnostic and agnostic have nothing to do with faith. They're about knowing. So if you're a Gnostic deist, you claim to know there is a God. If you're an agnostic deist, you claim to believe there is a God. That's really the difference, okay? But you see what I'm saying? So I'm an agnostic deist. I admit that I can't possibly know that God exists. I look at the preponderance of the evidence and believe that God exists. That's my statement of faith. Now, we can say the same thing about the atheist position. The atheist cannot explain... How, say, a biogenesis happens. How a program, which is what DNA is, far more complex than anything programmed by man exists as DNA by complete chance. You can't recreate it. You can theorize. You can hypothesize. And you can ponder. But you can't prove it. You can take a look at the entire known and unknown of the situation. And it really is not that you're saying... I don't believe in God. Rather, what the atheist is really saying is, I believe that life occurred by total accident. And the amazing way life works, evolves, interacts, etc., is all a byproduct of the accidental creation of a perfectly balanced universe. That is an article of faith. So for both of us, um, we have to... To look at that and say, you know, where does our faith come from? But we must both admit, both the atheist and the deist, that they are declarations of faith. Because the best and most accurate definition of the word faith truly is a strongly held belief or theory which you can't prove. So if you have a strongly held belief or theory, but you have the absence of proof... You have faith. And that's what the deist has in the rising of light, just for one instance, without the explanation being that some sort of intelligence is behind it. To think that everything we see, touch, feel, and examine on this planet, let alone the universe, is a byproduct of accident, to me is a hell of a statement of faith. It doesn't mean you're wrong, but it is what it is. To believe that there is some sort of consciousness or intelligence at work, Intelligence at work is also a faith, but it doesn't require anywhere near as much faith as filling in every single hole science has with, it was all an accident, we just don't know how it happened. And when you said this, because this is what Daniel said to me, it's like it saying it requires faith not to believe in Odin or Zeus or the flying spaghetti monster. Well, I respond with that's a poor analogy because there are no questions Science can't answer due to the absence of any of those things. There are thousands of holes, though, in science if you believe there is no consciousness or intelligence to the design of life itself. Then when you said, this is another thing Daniel said, that aside, it is curious how deism seems to resemble agnosticism in some regards or is a more philosophical position rather than a religion. And my response to that was, as a deist, I agree. 
And I see that as a compliment, so thank you. Frankly, this is exactly why I am a deist. Because after deep examination of the world and the universe and everything we do and do not know, I feel it is the most logical and reasonable position to take. I think this is why deists at times frustrate atheists. First, they don't know what saying, I am a deist, means. But more deeply, unlike, say, a Christian, a deist isn't taught to be a deist, and thereby takes the position and simply accepts that's their position. They don't try to defend it or they try to proselytize it. So there's nothing to attack. There's no resistance when the atheist attacks the deist position other than, well, I don't agree with you. And that's frustrating because it's, it's very much like a martial art uh, type of conflict where the aggressor does not have enough strength to overtake the defender, but the defender, instead of directly fighting back and giving them for something to resist, the defender just kind of absorbs the blows and, 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 and seeks a stalemate. And that's really what it's like when the, when, when the atheist attacks the deist position. The deist says, I don't really care. Back to my response, deists come to their position by discovery and hence feel no need to defend it. We only present it, and we don't really care if you don't agree. Unlike the Christian, I don't fear that you will go to hell if you don't say magic words. It's like me saying, I think black is the best universal color for a car. And you say, no, it's red. Why would I argue that you are wrong? I may point out how black works so well with so many forms of cars, but I'm not going to attack red. Who gives a flying fuck that you like red better? But if you want to know more about why I like black, I will explain it to you. Does that all make sense? And Daniel said he had to sleep on it because it was he was more confused now than ever. And I think that, so my point of today's podcast isn't, I'm a deist and I'm right. Because as I said in this episode already, I am what you would consider an agnostic deist. And I, I'm personally learning to use those words properly for the first time. From a video that I saw yesterday, I'll put a link in today's notes for today's podcast on the blog and on the video version that I put up on YouTube. So you can watch this great video that talks about the concept of being either a theist, an atheist, or a deist as a statement of belief, and then either being Gnostic or agnostic as a statement of knowledge. So I am a deist because the preponderance of evidence leads me to believe there is a God, but I don't claim to be a Gnostic deist, Because that would be one who knows there is a God. I can't prove there is a God. I don't know there is a God. Every fiber of my being and all of the logic that I use and all of my understanding of science and, and physics, astrophysics and all of those things leads me to the conclusion that there is a God. The clock leads me to the conclusion that there was a maker of the clock. But since all I have is the clock, I can't prove it. And I'm honest enough intellectually, and I'm intelligent enough to admit that I cannot know. Whereas the average theist, the Christian, the Muslim, the Jew, the Hindu, generally claims to be Gnostic. I don't believe there is a God. I know there is a God, and there's no way that I could possibly be wrong. And I think when you speak to the atheist and you say you're a deist, you get lumped in with the theist is is asserting that there absolutely is a God. Where your position is one that is actually quite scientific and logical, that it is probable enough that you choose to believe. And that's an interesting 
point to come from. And it's actually not much different from people who would describe themselves as agnostics or more accurately, agnostic atheists. The agnostic atheist says, I choose not to believe there's a God because you have not given me enough evidence to compel me to believe there is a God, but I don't know if I am right. I don't know this. And it's the Gnostic atheist that I think has a very arrogant position. Because you claim to know that which cannot be noble, and that Gnostic atheist right now is pointing at the Gnostic theist and saying, that's arrogance, I agree. But I'm not talking about them, am I? I'm talking about you now. And that's when I come back to the central component of today's podcast. I believe that it requires more faith to be an atheist than a deist. You don't have to agree with me. Once again, I can't prove that I'm right about that. But when I look at the preponderance of the evidence, and I look at things like the whole, and we'll do a show maybe on the holes in evolution at some point, I believe in evolution as a thing. I, I think these people that think, like, no, there was no evolution whatsoever. God just made all the animals and did this and that. Nah, come on. Let's have let's, 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 just an inkling of science, okay, can we? Right? However, do you know what you can't show me? You can't show me a missing link. No, 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 not the missing link, right? The, the link between the, the, the last primate and the first human. We can't find a fossil. Oh, I, I, I understand that. That's complicated. You can't show me a missing link at all. You can't show me a bridge species between two totally separate independent species. You can show me markers along the evolutionary path, but every point that there's a leap, there is no bridge. Now, to accept that, well, it's all just lost, or we don't really understand how it happens, is also an article of faith. To state that, when I look at the wondrousness of the universe, when I look at the complexity of a single strand of DNA, I believe there is some guiding intelligence to the universe is also a statement of faith. But I think it's a lot less of a leap of faith because it makes sense. Those are my thoughts. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Remember, to get all of the podcasts, you can go by moderndeist.org. You can find us on iTunes uh, Podcasts. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. You can find us on YouTube. And I usually post things to Facebook as well. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to know what questions you'd like me to answer for you or topics you'd like me to delve in. And remember, when you're at moderndeist.org, you can look up all of our past articles. You can click a tab on the top shop on Amazon to help support the work we do at moderndeist.org.